Hello friends, welcome to the ATC Double Cut. In this episode, I'm going to talk about the most recent blog post on the ATC website. And that blog post is a Turfgrass mathematical one. It is a equation. It is the equation for the growth ratio. The growth ratio is something that Jason Haynes developed and it, it's a wonderful innovation. It is about a few times here and it's something that I've found more and more useful and I would encourage you to look at it if you are measuring the clipping volume. Clipping volume is a measure of the above ground growth rate but of course the above ground growth rate must change depending on the time of year. It would be normal to have a lot of clippings when the temperatures are just right for growth in the middle of the growing season. That would be a normal time to have a lot of clippings. And when the grass is covered with snow and you're not mowing the grass, it would be normal to have zero clippings. And if you have the ground not covered with snow, but the temperatures are still close to freezing, the grass isn't going to grow. It's not normal to have a lot of clippings. So for anywhere in the world, over the course of an entire growing season, it's possible to make a prediction for how much the grass is growing compared to how much it's expected to grow. So one, one can either make a prediction for how much you might expect the grass to grow, or you can evaluate how the grass is growing in response to the actual conditions that the grass is growing through. And this is something that Jason calls the growth ratio and he has also also called it the turf grass speedo for the the speedometer to show how much with what speed the grass is growing compared to the expected amount that it would grow you can find more information about that on my website at asianturfgrass.com just go to the search button in the top right of the website and just click on growth ratio or type in growth ratio and you'll turn up all the posts that are uh, about growth ratio. You can also find information about this on Jason's website. You can also find some information about this at paceturf.org. I will recommend Paceturf, uh, which has plenty of practical advice and decision support tools and lots of detailed weather data and growth potential also, uh, growth potential calculations for your site if you're a subscriber to Paceturf. So I recommend checking that out also. And I will bring up the post that shows uh, this growth ratio equation and you'll see at the top of that post there is are tags there is a growth ratio tag a clipfall tag potential tag and and that's just right under the title that says the growth ratio equation if you would click on the growth ratio tag that's going to bring up all the posts from the ATC site that have been tagged with growth ratio and you can find out more about it. Now what happened was I'd done a few posts. I had written a few blog posts and and talked about the growth ratio recently and I received a question, can you show the growth ratio equation? That I think it was a comment to one of the recent ATC double cut videos and I thought yes, so of course, I certainly can show that equation, and I showed it in this post. I started off by in this post, and I'm going to put a direct link to this post in the show notes in the video description. So whether you're listening to this or whether you're watching it, I will make sure that 
there is a direct link to this so you can click through and see what this equation is. In the post, I wrote that I've been recommending the growth ratio as a way to check the observed or measured growth of the grass at any particular time of year. And I showed a picture from Japan a couple weeks ago. I was in Japan the week before the Masters tournament, and the cherry blossoms were blooming, and some of the uh, peaches were blooming, and there are a lot of beautiful flowering trees at that time of the year. And of course, it's it's early spring in Japan, and the grass is not growing at a very rapid rate, although cool season grass is growing. Warm season grass, uh, a lot of the courses I visited had, had either mowed the fairways zero times. The fairways, of course, are warm season grass, uh, zoysia matrella typically in, in central Japan where I visited, central and, and eastern Japan. And that's a warm season grass that in those cool temperatures doesn't grow, but the cool season grass does grow. But we will expect the creeping bent grass, which is so common on putting greens in Japan, the creeping bent grass is going to grow a little bit more in April than it did in March. It'll grow a little bit more in May, generally, than it did in April. It'll grow more in June than it did in May. It'll grow more in July than it did in June. And the reason for that is because of the weather. The temperatures keep increasing, and as the temperatures increase, the grass grows more and more and more. And that's where the growth ratio comes in, and it can show you what's a normal amount of clippings for your site, given the type of grass that you're growing, given the way you want the grass to be growing, and then given the temperatures, the growing conditions that the grass has actually experienced at your site. The clipping volume on its own tells you how much the grass is growing, but it doesn't tell you if that's a normal amount or not. It just tells you, for example, that you, you removed 20 liters of clippings, for example, from a 500 square meter green. So that, that tells you that, that you removed 20 liters and that would be something like 40, 40 milliliters per square meter. That, that's an absolute amount of growth. But if, if it was January and the temperatures were close to freezing, that would be an absurdly high amount of clippings. However, if the temperatures are, are optimum for growth and you haven't mowed the grass for two days, so, so you've skipped, you mowed the grass, say, on a Wednesday, and then you don't mow on Thursday, and then you do mow on Friday. If on Friday you got a clipping volume of 40 milliliters per square meter, because that's, that's two days of growth, so that, that works out to 20 milliliters per square meter per day, if we express it on a per-day basis, that would be a pretty normal amount of clippings to get if the growth potential was at 100%. That's where the growth ratio comes in and it makes this adjustment for you. So you, you would have, if you're doing this in a spreadsheet, you could have one column that's just looking at the clipping volume. And then another column could take that absolute clipping volume and adjust it by your site specific temperatures and show what the growth ratio is. The growth ratio equation is a value in the numerator and 
two values in the denominator. In the numerator, you put your actual clipping volume, the clipping volume that you have measured. That's what goes in the numerator. In the denominator, you take a standard value of clipping volume, which is 20. And that's the number that Jason started using. And I recommend everybody just use this number because if you change this number, then you're comparable to anybody else's ratio. So I recommend stick with using 20 as the standard clipping volume amount to put in the denominator. And you multiply that times the growth potential. The growth potential in this case should be expressed on a scale of zero to one, where zero is the, uh, the very low growth potential where the temperature is very far from the optimum for growth. And a value of one for growth potential means the grass is the temperature is exactly at the temperature that is set in the growth potential equation as being optimum for the grass to grow that the the growth potential is i like to usually express it on a scale of zero to one because it makes it easy to to multiply but you can also multiply it by 100 now you've got a percent so you've got zero percent up to a hundred percent growth potential if you if you commonly are using growth potential expressed as a percent just divide it by a hundred and now you get back to growth potential on a scale of zero to one which is the way that it should be used in this particular growth ratio equation the blog post shows the growth ratio equation you've got measured clip volume at the top and then you divide it by 20 times the growth potential the GP. That's what it is. It's a very simple equation. And I spelled it out in this post. And I mentioned that if you are using a different measuring unit for clipping volume, then you need to use the equivalent of 20 milliliters per square meter in the denominator, but change the units. So if you're, if you're using units for your clipping volume of liters per 100 square meters, which is something that I recommended in 2014, 2015. And I think in 2016, I changed. I said, wait a second. It's, it's kind of clunky. It's kind of convoluted and complicated to put 100 square meters in the denominator for the area when we are measuring the volume per area. Wouldn't it be simpler if we just put a square meter as as the base unit instead of 100 square meters as the base unit and secondly when you have really high performing turf grass and you're mowing it frequently you often have clipping volumes that are less than one liter per 100 square meters so you end up having clipping volumes that are like 0.4 liters per 100 square meters 0.7 liters per 100 square meters you have a lot of zero point this zero point that a lot of decimal points and i would rather just work with integers with work with integer values that ideally would be on a scale of zero to 100 and if you express the clipping volume in units of milliliters per square meter you will find that you almost always can express it as an integer and you have no need to put 100 square meters in the denominator and you don't have any need to use decimal points constantly to have 0 0.4, 0 0.6, 0 0.7. You don't, you don't need to do that because instead it would be 
four milliliters per square meter, six milliliters per square meter, seven milliliters per square meter, that type of number. So I like to use milliliters per square meter, but if you're using liters per hundred square meters, then you would put two in the denominator. Your clipping volume in the numerator of the growth ratio equation could be expressed in liters per hundred square meters. And in the denominator, you would just have to also be expressing in, in liters per hundred square meters. So now the value would be two. And if you're using the other uh, unit that I've heard, which I heard some Americans are using quarts per thousand square feet, which turns out to be quite similar in value. It's, it's a similar number to what you get from liters per hundred square meters by some happy coincidence. Uh, then in that case, just make sure that you're putting in the numerator, you're using quarts per thousand square feet units and in the denominator of the growth ratio that you're also using units of quarts per thousand square feet and i expect that the value that you'd put as a standard would be two i think two quarts per thousand square feet is pretty close to 20 milliliters per square meter so that that's what the growth ratio equation is it's a very simple equation but it turns out to be really useful and it's something that i've recommended people take a take a look at if you're going to the trouble to measure the clipping volume then i suggest in real time track through the year not only what the clipping volume is the absolute amount of clippings but also in addition to just that amount of clippings look at what the growth ratio is look at what the actual clippings are compared to the um the expected amount and you get that expected amount by taking 20 times the gp so that uh i did i worked through one example i said for example if the clipping volume is 12 and if the gp is 0 0.5 then the growth ratio would be 1.2 and you get that by taking uh, a clipping volume of 12 that goes in the numerator of the growth ratio equation and then in the denominator you take 20 and multiply it by the growth potential the growth potential is 0 0.5 12 divided by 20 times 0 0.5 is 1.2 so that deal of 1.2 or 120 percent the grass is growing in that case 120 percent uh, of, it's growing at 120% of the standard level. Now, you might say that when you apply this equation to the way the grass is growing at your site and to the amount of clippings that you get at your site, you, you may find that if you're growing creeping bent grass, you may find that the grass is always turning up with the growth tends to be 0 0.7 or 0 0.5 or 0 0.4 and you might say well can i change the standard value so that i can get a growth ratio of one and i say well no i i don't think it's advisable to do that um what i what i think you should do is just look at the growth ratio as a number it, it's not something that you're really shooting 
to hit one, you're shooting to hit a particular growth ratio for different events in the year or um, for different seasons of the year based on how you need the grass to perform at your site. And general guideline, I think for creeping bent grass, it's likely that a growth ratio of about 0.5, 0.6 seems to work pretty well. That seems to be a pretty good amount of clippings for creeping bent grass. For Poa annua, Jason thinks, and he's measured this for a few years, and he's found that the Poa annua performs really well when the growth ratio is about one. And that, that makes sense that, cre- that Poa annua would need to grow a little bit more to produce a good surface than would creeping bent grass. We think that this is still a fairly new measurement, so people will, um, will use it and then they will start finding what works well for them. But as I've looked at data for different types of grass around the world and in some different climates, I think that typically we would have a value somewhere 0.3 up to 1.2 is is the type of growth ratio that would seem to be normal. And I also want to mention about the growth ratio um, that this is the 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 growth ratio is something that depends on how much traffic you have, right? Because a golf course that does 12,000 rounds per year and has a six-month growing season can obviously be maintained at a relatively low growth ratio. Something like 0.4, I think, would be fine, and there would still be enough growth to recover from those ones. If you do 65,000 rounds in an eight-month growing season, then I would expect it's logical that the growth ratio that you would need to have, and let's assume that we're dealing with bent grass here, let's say that on that kind of course, maybe the growth ratio needs to be 0.7 or 0.8 in order to produce enough growth to recover from the traffic. So you can you can look at these kind of numbers by, by looking uh, at the growth only checking the absolute clipping volume. And that's what I've always done until Jason Haynes came up with the growth ratio, or as he called it initially, the turfgrass speedo. I, I think that it's just a, a nice enhancement of the clipping volume data to be able to look absolute clipping volume amounts, but also to look at the clipping volume adjusted by what the growing conditions have been. And as you do that and look at the clipping volume adjusted by the um, the recent temperatures, you get something called the growth ratio. If you've got any more questions about that, please be sure to let me know. I, I think that this is a pretty simple equation. And I, I think as people start to implement that, uh, I, th- I think you, that you will find it quite useful. And I think I'll be blogging about it a little, a little bit more because I continue to receive a few more questions about this uh, related to looking back in time with the growth ratio or predicting upcoming growth um, by looking at, at forecast temperatures or normal temperatures into the future and using that to 
predict the clipping volume by using the growth ratio. That is all I have for today. I make this a relatively short uh, ATC double cut, but it is an intensive one, all about one simple equation. If you like this kind of stuff, then be sure to let me know about that also. Uh, I've talked with Jason Haynes and I think with Bjarni Han about doing some uh, turfgrass math type of things where, where we just talk about some of the numbers. I, I think that is like uh, almost like the worst idea for a podcast ever or, or the most boring thing ever. And so it's kind of like a joke that, uh, hey, maybe we should do a turfgrass math uh, series within the ATC double cut. But if you would like more of that, if you would like more explanations uh, about some of these numbers and some of these calculations that, that we play around with and have some fun with, and then uh, actually find out that they are useful and helpful in turfgrass management, then be sure to, to let me know. And if you just can't stand the math and you want more pretty pictures of turf and uh, more words and less numbers, I'd be happy to hear that too. I will sign off now and I'll be back again soon with another episode for ATC from Rockville, Maryland. I am Michael Woods. <laughs>